0: Hello, guys and gals. You are tuned in to your favorite podcast with your puffets here, your favorite jaunts. You know us. Steph and Mish. Hey, hey. So how are you? I'm awesome. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, like, like totally freaked me out. I mean, right on.
1: The Taurus. So They're number one. one. <laughs>
0: it on classic <laughs> as we bring on this episode like your skin is popping
1: like i really just must say I'm, really i'm joining us. and then your hair like it's just
0: oh my hair job. yes new year new day like who it is? what? new year same day <laughs> <laughs> like, what? new year same me. it's just been like i don't know i've been actually in a great mood and that's great that's always good. that's awesome it's okay yeah it's okay to feel good so how are you? I'm swell. Swell, I love it. Swell, yeah. <laughs> Your glasses, first of all, guys. These glasses are just like phenomenal. They're Havana. Havana with all type of like flowers. You get Havana vibes. And, and yeah, and it it's black and white, like old Havana. No, it's actually like cream. Is it and cream? Purple. Oh, oh, look at purple. Where purple with? My bigger. girl. Oh yeah, we can get a little close. Yeah, a little yeah. creamy purple. Yeah. But I was different. tired of
1: the same standard color. Mm-hmm. And I needed to use up my SHA. just before <laughs> <laughs> before 2020. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just get these frames, right?
0: Yes, they they look awesome.
1: So my joint of the week, um something I just thought of. Did you have a Tamagotchi growing
0: up? Yes. Did your animals live? One did. The others have perished. Okay. All
1: right. Let's have the <laughs> world. So, I really want a dog. I really want a Frenchie named Frankie Beverly. Okay. However, my husband is like, bump that. Mm-hmm. We're not getting a dog. Because uh, clearly he doesn't want the dog shitting in the house. Of course. Smart man. I, I know, I know. But it's like, it comes with the process. What do you want? Get your puppy pads. Okay. So I thought, wouldn't it be a good idea if they had Tamagotchis for adults?
0: Yes. Okay, let's go back a little bit. Explain what a Tamagotchi is.
1: It's like this little handheld little egg. You know, it wasn't in color then, but it's 2020 now, so we can get it in color. <laughs> and it's like you just raise them and play with them and love them like a pet. And if you don't play with your Tamagotchi you don't treat it well, it dies. <laughs>
0: Like everything, else like in this everything goes. So <laughs> it's just it's just normal. So it saves, me. but it can connect. Like you can hang it on a keychain. Yeah. So it's that small. You take them everywhere. Literally, you can bathrooms and all. It's, it's but amazing. you gotta raise your pet.
1: So I feel like I can save on puppy pads. I can save on Alpo. I can save on all of that. Can you just get me a little colorful Tamagotchi little dog? Like, let him look like a real dog. Because I don't know what the Tamagotchis were. They were not dogs or mm-hmm. cats. They were. They were just blocks. They were little blocks <laughs> in the shape of animals. Little gigabytes. <laughs>
0: That's- little
1: gigabytes. But this one, make it look like a dog. I can name them, give him color. I could walk him every day. That's a great idea. Yeah, I mean they have
0: coloring books for adults. This is true. So and it's very soothing. I should say. yeah, mine's yeah. sitting right on the table in my house. I have the one that you gave me though. Oh, my right Dell coloring book. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking hate these coworkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck their
1: job. When it, when, what's the one that said like you're not my fucking boss, Karen?
0: Yeah, that one is like it's. True. I'm gonna color on that page mm-hmm. for sure
1: today. So right? yeah, I think Tamagotchi's for adults are a great idea. Mm-hmm. And um, we deserve so all you pet lovers that don't want a dog or cat shitting in your house, <sighs> come aboard and get a Tamagotchi. In Japan, can. if y'all come up with this before, I need my rights. I want my coin. But
0: it's already out. And it's, it, remember, ours were like... It, so am I late to the party? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I thought, so you just like me go on a whole <laughs> spiel for nothing. But it was interesting. I love how you gave it character and brought it to life, well, thank literally. You. Thank you. So... The Tamagotchi, right? It's, um, they have it. And we were back in the day, like in the early nineties, well, in the late nineties and early two thousands from nine nine to the two thousand. So yes. Ours was cheaper, were cheaper. So they were like maybe under $10, Mm -hmm. right? Now the math is, is, is about 50 between 40 and like between 30 and $50. That's a veterinarian visit. (laughs) that exactly okay and it's in color like
1: you said so can I get little coins to take my dog to the vet that,
0: that's not Say, I need now yeah, you're asking for much I know but I think it has like other games on there or something so, mm. so I it just up did,
1: so you know what I just said all that for nothing I'ma look on my app store and see if they got a pet something <laughs> and I'ma love my dog
0: my virtual dog their virtual dog yeah so they can just shit in your pocket <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what's your joint of the week? So my join of the week. So um, I was at work scrolling through my email and I got this pop-up. You know how you get a lot of junk mail from like different stores that you'll shop at and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I got one from a very popular bookstore with a little discount code on there. So I was like, okay. And I always click on it because I love reading. I love books. I love literature. And... I just looked to see, like, what's new, right? And then I thought about it. Something stopped me in my tracks, and I was just like, hmm, let me go on the Philadelphia Free Library, like, website. And so I went on there, and I said, this is crazy. Like, I don't know why it just dawned on me, but, like, underrated resources. Mm -hmm. How often do we let them just go by, like how, like, and then I thought about my teen years. I lived basically in the free library, mm-hmm. and yes, I brought books and stuff like that from bookstores. I'm, please support your bookstores, especially your local ones yeah. that are privately owned, family owned stuff like that. Especially your black bookstores. Kinder. Hello, Harry's Bookstore. I'm just saying, shout that out, Philly. Uncle Bobby's, <laughs> Uncle Bobby's yes. black and Nobel. Just, show, just shout it out, shouting mm-hmm. out. And all the other ones, wherever you are, look for them. However, the Philadelphia Free Library, I feel like it's so underrated that I find myself purchasing books off of Amazon, right? Far more than taking a trip to the free library. This is true. Right. And I'm like. I just thought about how, like, you know, as a society, we're so consumer based and we need to buy because we need to own and we need to have and we need to be able to control what we have. Right. That we sometimes not probably not intentionally, but Mm -hmm. we overlook the free resources that we have. And that's why libraries are closing. That's why we don't have many recreation centers and things like that in our neighborhoods and for us. So i thought about it i'm gonna take a pledge to at least once a month go to the free library
1: damn that makes me think don't even
0: where's your library
1: library card card. i haven't seen Mm. that card in
0: y'all yes i'm I'm pretty sure i don't have the updated one because i found out that it had keychains (laughs) now i still got the big credit card you you probably got a virtual one you (laughs) You you probably do and like so, <laughs> they go hand to hand. You can take your time. Got you to the library. Okay, so I just like my journal of the week is really just visit wherever you are in the world. If you guys have the benefit of having a free library, just go visit it, man. I, they have different resources as well, like business. I was on the website this morning, and they have a section, like a business section of the library where. If you need help writing business plans and, you know, just sample letters and just trying to get oh. your stuff together, your entrepreneurship life together, they have it there and it's free or at low cost. You know, our little tax dollars, you know, I need to stay take advantage of that because even a mm-hmm. library near
1: my house, see seems like libraries don't stay open. Nope. It's like late to stay used to. Like I remember... You know, plan to go on like playing on a computer, you don't mm-hmm. get 15 minutes to play on right. it. Right. You could probably sit there all darn day because there's computers yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So,
0: computers, doing research with books, and every, and it's, I have nothing against like people who are doing master classes and like, you know. Doing these um, seminars and workshops where people are paying a hundred to thousand dollars to go to these things, when you can real—I'm not talking a- against it. I think these are great. I think people are being entrepreneurs, you know, making a coin. Do you boo? However what happened to the good old days where we used to just go to the library, pick up a book and learn from that. (laughs) That is so, we're so microwavable right now that it's ridiculous that I can't read the information for myself and learn how to do X, Y, and Z where I have to have someone who probably read it in a book tell me how to, like but i gotta pay you where i could have just got that same book for free
1: that's funny i was just having this conversation with um my husband about the library it's funny mm-hmm. you bring it up because um i remember my dad telling me over the years when he first purchased his house he knew nothing about the mm-hmm. house nothing and he said he would go to the library every day and he would read the books about electrical work and plumbing and carpentry and before you know it, this man can fix his house from the ground up yep there are very few people that can do that you know so mm-hmm. the point is the information is there this is way before the googles way mm-hmm. before that you know just getting get, If i gotta spend eight hours here right. to learn how to fix my roof because
0: i don't have money to get it done that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And my mom, like when I tell you, since birth, probably before, my mom, if she had nothing for um, me to do, and I was just talking to my brother about this, when he had nothing to do as a kid, my mom would take him to the library. We're about 15 years apart. So when my mom, you know, had me when we, you know, for the summer or just whenever, if she had nothing to do, okay, let's go to the library. Mm-hmm. Let's go read a book. You take out a book. You take out a movie. You get on the computer. You do something, okay? The library was a part of the community where you can just, yeah. like, interact with other people, meet friends, interact with adults who work at the library and things like that because they're helping you search for whatever it is that you like mm-hmm. and you need to look for. And so I find... I. Shout out to my mom. Like you, you. Moms real are one. awesome. My mom used to take me. To yeah, my too. and it's just like, oh, like she's. I feel like she planted that seed for my love for books. Is riff still a thing? What's a riff? Uh, remember riff reading this fundamental. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Do they still have like the book fairs? Because remember, book fairs, book fairs was fairs like were lit. lit. <laughs> like yo, like my I need ten dollars The new babysitters club
0: dollars. What remember like the Donald uh, Goings books. Oh my God! Remember it was
1: like the bookmarks
0: where it's like you turn it like side to side yeah. and it like and it had a different picture. Yeah, depending on how you were looking at it, what? or it looked like it moved. Yeah. Remember, it was a book called um, Something Chocolate, and it was a chocolate bar bookmarker that if you scratched it, it smelled like, like chocolate. Um, my goodness, I beg book not. fair used
1: to be lit. What? I-, I wonder do kids still get excited about the book fair? Probably, probably not. Probably not now yeah, you made me think yeah I think I'm gonna check out mine cause only time I ever go to my library isn't. is when I go vote seriously that's a fact like I I never
0: no not not since I moved to mm-hmm. that neighborhood no yeah so hey guys the only thing I can say for my journal of the week visit your local library
1: and, talk to some people and riff cause breeding is fundamental
0: <laughs> bitch <laughs> like,
1: just... <laughs> <laughs> ooh <laughs> So this past weekend was the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Alright. We have a lot of ground to cover. This is true. Now, during the Grammys, uh, Google Got It Right. For the first time. Signal. Like, no, just- <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Google Doodles be popping. I, yes. I I always click yes. on the Google Doodles. Yeah. But Google got it right with the Black History commercial. Now, it caught me off guard because no, they didn't catch me off guard. They actually reeled me, in. they knew what they were doing mm-hmm. when they played Beyonce Countdown. Of course, but so it was Beyonce Countdown. So she all Coachella, you ready? So I'm like, yes, bitch, I'm ready. <laughs> I don't even know what's about to happen. So it says like the commercial, basically like you know Google searches uh, most uh, live performances. It's Beyonce. Beyonce solo guitarist is Prince is. Prince. It's the lady from Hidden um, Figures. Oh, the woman, I think Taraji P. played her. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of her name. Please forgive me. Her. Um,
0: the tennis player was yeah, Serena. Serena. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like,
1: I'm like, what? And then you got Countdown in the back. So I'm like, eh. I'm, I'm just turked up in the bed <laughs> watching the commercial. I'm like, this a black history commercial
0: yeah google really snapped with that mm-hmm. one that and i like that they made it current yeah. so in my lifetime people that i've seen or been to their concerts or been to their performance or yes. whatever and is not some not to not to discredit our history About to but sometimes we got to reach a little yeah. bit to go back yeah, we got to see in Colfa it. Okay, yeah, this is And true. a lot of times it's, it's repetitive. It's like the MLK and it's you know the Harriet Tubmans and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is great. We need to know this stuff, but to make it current and to say that hey, black people are relevant—that we're doing. That's that. what it is. We're doing shit out I, here. I give you life. Like all the Google the searches,
1: like y'all y'all be really out here searching for us and stuff. Like look at that, look at that, look at that. But yeah, the commercial <laughs> is lit um the internet is going crazy Mm -hmm. for it um it was really inspiring so um y'all know what y'all was doing with reeling in with beyonce (laughs) of course that's all that's all you need to do i was like coachella you ready sure is let
0: me have babes but crazy so um
1: although this was supposed to be a very you know exciting weekend because it's grammy's weekend it was very somber due to some uh unfortunate uh, events yes and we'll get there so alicia keys hosted the grammys mm-hmm. i believe she's in contract to do it for really? so many years yeah, yeah i don't i don't really stand for alicia keys doing it honestly because it's like mm-hmm. oh
0: god here we go
1: but i think for this year I mean, I've really sat down and watched. So maybe that's my own ignorance of probably not giving her a chance. A chance. <laughs> <laughs> but this time, I was like, okay, I'ma tune in, and I thought her spirit was really, uh, her energy was great. Um, her, outfit, her outfits were phenomenal.
0: Yes. Did you see, that did see the silver? Oh, that one. Did you not see that silver? I did see the silver.
1: The one with the boots. Oh. oh, it was like the colorful boots with mm-hmm. the little like the little pointy things out the bra. I was like. Alicia! And you know she got the little song with Miguel, so I'm like, she's coming back.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, she's coming back. And I believe it was um African American uh designers who styled really individuals here. Now
1: some folks was Days.
0: talking about her braids, and I was like,
1: Shut it. Don't we're not we're not doing that. Shut it down. So um reason why we say sombers because um this even sounds crazy to say that. Kobe Bryant, um, among with eight others, his daughter included, were, uh, killed in a helicopter crash. That still doesn't sound right coming out. Mm-hmm. So it's still like a matter of processing, um, situation, um, because they were flying to the Mamba Academy, which is a, a basketball, um, I guess league, league that he has mm-hmm. and, uh him, uh, himself, his daughter, she plays on the team, mm-hmm. uh, two of her teammates, um, their parents, uh, the pilot uh, was another coach, uh, the assistant coach for the team. They were flying and um I guess uh spent some talk I guess the um pilot having difficulty flying in the fog. He was granted special um visual flight rules, like to fly within in the fog but i guess he just kind of got disoriented and crashed into a mountain and that's how that happened that is really horrific my gosh like i couldn't believe when i when i heard it i was in the car i was like here we go tmz starting a shit again like i really thought it was like like here we go so after about an hour like i was like you know riding to the market i was like let me google it
0: I'm like, because it wasn't like the top news, right? So, I guess it was still because, new. yeah. They still needed to verify, yeah. So, I'm like, what?
1: And then, after some hours, then, like, my husband's acting like, yeah, like it's true. I'm like, mm-hmm. What? Then, hours later, when they were reporting like his daughter, I'm like, come on, like, y'all taking it way too far, yeah. And then to find out that she was on there too, it's just the saddest thing. Mm-hmm.
0: I found out it. As soon as I got out of church. Mm -hmm. So I got out of church and maybe about a half an hour, 45 minutes um, into like going over one of my relatives house. And we're on like we're just watching like the news and everything. And I happen to step in from like the kitchen and I'm like, what is on the news? Like, what the heck? And I'm reading it in Spanish, which is because <laughs> they were writing, like, the Spanish channel or something mm-hmm. on there. So one of the um, channels that were in Spanish, and it came across the bottom. And I'm like, wait, Kobe Bryant? Like, are you serious? Like, what? And so I look online, you know. That's how you verify everything in the world mm-hmm. now. I look online, and I'm like, wow, this is so true. And then his daughter, Gianna. Oh, it's just sad because...
1: I I follow him on Instagram, Mm -hmm. so he's active. Very. And he just responded to LeBron James passing his score. The day before. The day before. Mm -hmm. And, like, um, passing his score. Yeah. And
0: actually giving him respect. Yes. That he, you know, was proud of him for doing it.
1: The Twitter, like, the the tweet that he tweeted out was, like, keep, you know, moving the game Mm -hmm. forward. It's so eerie to, like, read it now. Like, this is, like, your last words, you know? um. I still can't believe it. I don't think this will ever, ever sound right. Because we've seen Kobe from taking Brandy to the prom, mm-hmm. being on Moesha, being on Sister Sister. Like, we grew up with him, seeing him and Allen Iverson. I know at one point, I was a big Kobe Bryant fan. Mm-hmm. I was a big Kobe Bryant fan in, like, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, I got to ride for my city. Allen Iverson, you yeah. know. So, yeah. but it... It wasn't like a hate for Kobe, not at all. It was just more, um, you ride for your city. But I loved Kobe Bryant because his work ethic. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Have you seen his do- uh, his documentary Muse? No, but he did win an Oscar for it. Yes. Yeah.
1: I've seen it like when it came out. Mm-hmm. It so great because his work ethic, his workout regimen, it's just,
0: this dude is insane. Yeah. He would get up, what, at four every morning to just go <sighs> and work out? Crazy drive. Like, yes. Like, yeah. It's like, oh,
1: you know what? I'm going to go to that Zuma mm-hmm. class tomorrow.
0: Like, after watching that, you're yes. like, yes, I'm going to get it done. And it was one, um, uh, Allen Iverson, he actually made a statement, and he was just talking about, like, how he respected him so much that um, they were supposed to been, it was, like, after a game or something, and they were supposed to have been going out to the club, and he, like, dropping him off, and he's like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to go work out. Yes, that is like mind blowing to yeah. just be that focused and dedicated to your craft. Yeah, and it's like, hey, we all have the same twenty four hours, mm-hmm. but what he did with his
1: <laughs> I felt like was Kobe amazing. Had like, yeah,
0: he had an
1: extra hour in right? a day. It's okay, but, but yeah. Um, out of respect for the rest of the families, um, I am going to read their names because um, because of Kobe Bryant's status. Um, I feel like I don't. I don't want to say the other families are being overshadowed, but but they are. They are. Yeah, you, yeah.
0: That's what it is. And because it's, he's,
1: you know, when you think about it, a, they're, athlete, and they're child. not just. I mean, Vanessa lost her husband and her daughter, but she. I'm almost certain all of them are friends to some level. So you've lost a friend and your daughter's friend, and, and her mother, and you know. So it's it's, it's a great it's, it's a tragedy for all parties and extended parties involved. <laughs> Um, so you have John Altobelli. He's the um, Orange Coast College head of uh, baseball. Um, he's the baseball coach. Then you have Kerry um, Altobelli, which is his uh, wife, his daughter, Alyssa. Um, then you have Christina Mouser. She's the uh, assistant basketball coach to the Mamba Academy. Uh, Sarah Chester and um peyton chester she's um peyton chester is sarah's daughter because peyton plays on the team as well and then you have the pilot on uh, ara i don't know how to pronounce it so please forgive me it's a so bayon he was the uh pilot that was in command um during that day so it's um this is very small compared to flying a helicopter but I know for, like, the drone course I took, when it's fog, like, fog is very, very dangerous, even when you're flying a drone. Because um, you can't see, and you have to be able to see, like, visually with like within, like, three statue miles. So I don't know how it is for planes. I think it's five. But if you can't see, and then I don't know if the connection between the air traffic control and him, like, the connection was kind of lost because I think he was still flying too low. So, and then... I know I was taught when you are in um, like terrible weather conditions, you can tend to panic because I know that happened to me one time flying and I'm like, oh, my drone's going down. Oh, the battery did da, da, da. But you kind of have to scope out. This is just drones, but you kind of have to scope out your work before you start your work. So, yes, the pilot Um, This is not a blame game, but I'm just saying from what I've been taught in drones, and I'm sure the FAA rules apply everywhere, that the pilot command pretty much has to say, like, we can't do this. We can't fly because it's too bad. But he also was granted clearance to fly. And I think sometimes with celebrity and wanting to get to a destination and just want to get your client or, you know, wherever that they need to go, you may... You do this all the time. You know, you're probably flown in worse conditions. So it's like, oh, I, we can do this. We can make it in 15 minutes. But it's, it's really sad because it could have just been a quick, like, sound judgment. Like, nah, we can't do this, you know?
0: Yeah. And let's just keep in a fourth front of our minds. This was a mode of transportation for them that was normal. Yes. That was a regular thing. So they could have flown, you know, in the helicopter and gotten clearances to fly in rain or whatever multiple times before. Mm-hmm. Just ha- this just happened this time. Yeah, and it it was unfortunate. Yeah. So it's not just something that's just like, oh, well, it's just one bit. Like, like no, this is a normal way of life for them. Yes. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate that this had to happen. Yeah. You know? Um. So.
1: To go back to the Grammys, because of Kobe Bryant's um, passing away, it kind of just made the Grammys a bit somber. Mm -hmm. So Alicia Keys, I think she, as a host, her energy was great. She just has a peaceful spirit Mm -hmm. about her. And she opened up the show and she had Boyz II Men come out and sing. It's so hard to say goodbye. I'm like, nope. When I saw it, I said, oh no, because that's one of those songs that's like... And no, I can't do it. Sometimes mm. I, that song is just like a bit much. Um, Boys and men sound really great.
0: They yeah. always do. and Wanye yeah, still got it, baby. They always sound amazing. Philadelphia natives, but yeah, I'm just I, saying. I mean, Alicia was a little flat. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, they 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 tore it up. They mm. did a great job. Um, so her um, her spirit was, um, I think, it was really captiv- captivating for the Grammys. Um, but Lizzo opened this show. Mm. Um, it was enjoyable. Very strong performance. Lizzo got some, uh, some chords on her for sure. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like, have we talked <laughs> about Lizzo before? <laughs> An episode is coming in the near future that's dedicated to Lizzo. Yeah, because she deserves it. Always. Why do people not like her? It seems like a lot of people just... She's just too much. What is that? What is too much? I think America... We can talk about it on our episode. Yeah, I know, that's I know. dedicated I know, that's the whole... Yeah,
1: because it's just like, why do you not like her? But, okay. Yeah. Um. They had a Nipsey Hussle tribute.
0: Mm, with to, Hire?
1: Yeah, with Hire. And um, Meek Mills performed a song that we've mm-hmm. never heard before. It's like a letter to Nipsey Hussle. Um That was very nice. His suit was beautiful, like a like that royal blue, Mm -hmm. cobalt blue. And uh, Kurt Franklin came out, you know, the ditty of gospel. Yeah, ripped it up. As always, Uh, DJ Khaled. Of course, Um, (laughs) yelled. (laughs) And then, you know, to add some humor to the Grammys, uh, Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne, (laughs) Sharon Osbourne, Ozzy, which is there, um, presented the. the category for best rap duo (laughs) who put sharon osborne on this job (laughs) it's like the most comedic she's like um dj cleed uh and then she says
0: little baby little baby drip too hard but it sounds good it does it's just funny i just want her to be my um my ways, boys. Yeah, but she <laughs> says hard, this Little yes. baby.
1: Then she says little nose X. I'm like, oh my gosh, Sharon, you killing me. But it was so funny. It was so cute. Sharon's uh, hair color is always popping
0: as mm-hmm. usual. And then uh, let's get into some Grammy's looks. Okay. Um you just missed you just mentioned little Nas X. His neon pink selection. I looked for it. I said, "Oh yeah, kill him. I (laughs) loved it. It just complimented his skin tone so well, and he just looked amazing. Little
1: Nas X is going to be... Y'all sleeping on him? He's a fine little specimen. He is. Wait until he get his grown man like... Little stank on him? When he get that grown man stank, y'all going to be on him. Little Nas mm -hmm. X is really cute. He really is. The little
0: lips... (laughs) I said, <laughs> he has a little dirt about his... Yes! got a little dirt On the patch. top upper lip. <laughs> Wait till that little dirt patch comes grow in. Grow It's gonna grow out. That's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Lil nice, actually, yeah, the, the pink seem like a lot of guys wore pink. Yeah. Like, that's the... That's the... Oh, uh, Oh, Jay-Z, it's not pink. It's maul, bitch. Okay? <laughs> Don't get it fucked up. Jay-Z said maul. Said it's maul. I said, oh. <laughs> well, all right. You tell him, Jay-Z. So, it, um... Can we just say Billy Porter one with the uh, giddy up? Until you sent it to me with the curtain. Oh, are you talking about the blind? Yes, that whole blue little jumpsuit because he came on stage at the Grammys mm-hmm. and he had the boots and the jumpsuit. I'm like,
0: oh, this mm-hmm. is cute. The face was—he was, he was killing it with the shimmer. Yes, he was killing it. But then when you sent me one on the red carpet with yes, him, with the blinds that said "Try me today." Like, oh, and I'm gonna talk to you bitches today. Clothes. Giving day. Did you see the thread, like the, the feed of different? Oh, comments? yes.
1: Holy. When they said when your manager comes to you at 4 o'clock and it's like the <laughs> blinds closed. Like, yes, I'm done. We're closed. Yes. Again. You hear your neighbors outside arguing and the blinds <laughs> open up. <laughs>
0: Billy Porter shuts it down every single time. He, yes. He's amazing. He's iconic. Yes. He really is.
1: I need Billy Porter to introduce me for something. Because I feel like it means something. If he say, darling, welcome. I'm like, oh, bitch, I'm about to walk it up. I can do it. Because Billy Porter just introduced me. It just he, he just brings an energy. He does. That's just amazing. He seems mm-hmm. like just a really cool person. And he wears some fly-ass glasses. You know I live for glasses. So, uh, the Grammys, they're reporting that all oh, the Grammys ratings were kind of low. But, I mean, what you want to do? It's, <laughs> guys. Relax. It's the Grannies. Yeah. So, our thoughts and prayers go out to all the families and extended families uh, from the Bryant family, the Altobelli family, the Molzer family, uh, the Pilots family. Everyone, because this is just horrifying. Um, so yeah. So, moving right along some uh hair politics as usual now you know our puffs you know where the puff puff gives and i just feel like when when is some of the madness of hair politics mm-hmm. it's like is it ever going to get old because clearly it's a topic of conversation for folks All right, just to give you some background. Y'all, y'all know we talk about hair all the time, but this one took me for a loop. Uh, it was this video floating around of this uh, stylist named Shay Thirsty. I just say thirsty like that. I don't think that's how you say but Shay Thirsty, um, she charges her clients an inconvenience fee. You want to know what the inconvenience fee is? Isn't it 25. From what I understand from the videos, 25 for a blowout and press-out fee. And then you pay 15 because you are inconveniencing her because she has to blow you out and press you up. <laughs> so, I just have a comment. But what I- so, we're paying $40 just because you're you, you mad. Pretty much. So, but this is for braids. This is where it gets, well, it's tricky all around.
0: Have you ever been charged an inconvenience fee for your hair? Well, it hasn't been an inconvenience fee, but I did get charged an additional fee for, um, I was getting a weave like sewn in or whatever, and they had to braid my hair up. So they want their customers to come already washed and blow dried so that they can just braid it up, sew it up, whatever. Okay. What? yes so that's what a lot of even though as alarming as this may seem is really not that alarming is because is like a quick weave no um no not at all so a lot of i'm okay here's my comment listen because <laughs> i'm confused like why and this is my comment <laughs> it does not reflect the views of Puppa. <laughs> right. it reflects the their. views of me all right yeah. okay a lot of stylists are um here what is it what would they call themselves like hair stylists and you know beauty specialists whatever you want to call yourself mhm braidologists i don't know whatever <laughs> okay are so lazy right now on this good day and in this reality they're extremely lazy because it's like you go to school Majority of you. You get licensed. Some. Exactly. And then you open up these shops everywhere. And you want people to come and respect your business establishment. But you're not even following protocol for just... Um, hygiene, proper hygiene, which is like when you go to school for getting your um cosmetology license, you gotta learn how to wash that good old hair, dandruff,
1: yes, different hair
0: conditions, um, different skin types, and like things of that nature and textures. There is science to it. It's not just slapping a
1: weave in. No, not at all. So, because my mom, she's a cosmetologist, so. And growing up, being around hair, and I didn't really have to go to the shop growing up. I didn't go until like, my adult years. But when I pay for the shop to get my hair done, I pay for the experience. I didn't pay to wash my
0: hair at home. Exactly. If I got to stand over the sink, So that's where my issue comes in. When I come to a shop, anybody, I can be you, could be me, could be the other puffies, or puffets or whoever you want to classify yourself for out in the real world. if you, Whatever. You go to a salon. Male or female. Doesn't matter. Or non-binary. Whatever. Mm-hmm. To get your hair follicles whipped into position. <laughs> okay? And if you don't properly clean, then what are you doing? So that means you don't know... The person before you and their hair conditions and scalps and stuff, but yet you're using the comb, the brush, the br- your ha- own hands. Yeah, you're like, not do you use even using the
1: barberside to sterilize your comb. No, you nothing? don't
0: see it in sight because no. you always see that nice blue liquid. Mm-hmm. Like, but you don't find it there. You even rotating this really? Way? How many times are you like? And I think that's a dangerous game out? if you're a licensed. And shit. then you're charging people more money. So I had to pay an additional twenty five dollars just because I assumed, and that was my own ignorance of this align. I assumed that. If I were to go to your salon, you would wash, blow dry, and condition my hair and that would be That's the standard. Of course, that's the standard, but now standard is is optional. But I think
1: that's dangerous because you don't know what type of situation your client is coming from. You don't know if they have alopecia. You don't know if they have a skin condition like mm-hmm. with dandruff. You don't know what products they use. You don't know. Remember, some people used to perm their hair before uh-huh. they got braids. So you don't know. So when they sit in your chair and then you're braiding them up or you're pressing them out mm-hmm. and you didn't get a chance to test the hair for color, like, you know, see if they have a reaction. I feel like that's on you. Like, you're putting your license at risk because they can say, oh, I'm suing, she used this product in my hair. or
0: I, I just think right, it's a dangerous game. It is. But who's putting their self out there like that to be, you know, to be sued and to play this risk? It's a risk. Yeah. And some people, I can understand, like, people that are younger than us that are, this is their salon experience, so they're not going to know the difference. Whereas I feel like we're in that we're middle area where we had the experiences the proper way and we've had it the, I guess you would want to say the current way now. And then we're like, oh, I guess we have an option to pick where we would like to go. And so I'm like, if I'm paying for these services, I shouldn't have to be charged an additional $25 just to wash and blow dry my hair. I shouldn't have to be charged an additional Twelve dollars if I want deep conditioning, <laughs> like. I feel like that is just. Standard. <laughs> and then they'll pay you to do my hair, and then you want to con- and then a- we in Sousi, and and you asking me for thirty percent. Hello, tip. and like, then you want tip. What? And I believe in tipping people. I believe in tipping hair stylists, whomever, waiters, whatever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that too, but um, <laughs> but yes. So Miss uh, Shea Thirsty
1: charges her clients an inconvenience fee for hair that is not blown out and not pressed out before braiding. Now, if you go online and see the video, she uses the flat iron. She's she's telling you her inconvenience fee mm-hmm. and why, um, pretty much gearing towards folks that have four C hair. I don't know what kind of hair type I have, but I know it can get a little kink, but that's okay. So she says, um. Pretty much, you have to blow it out and then press it out before you braid it, so it can kind of like lay, you know, smoothly within the braids. Mm -hmm. I've never been told to when I go get my braids and I I blow dry my hair. Some people don't even these days. You don't really have to, um, if you don't want to have heat on your hair Mm -hmm. and you use like a pomade as you're braiding to lay down the uh, ends of the hair. I've never been told to blow dry
0: and straighten. And then the way, how many times she went over the hair? That's called heat damage with no heat protectant. That's being applied to the hair before you pass a hot flat iron. Regardless, I don't even know the setting. It could have been on could, 400. Oh girl. That's called heat damage to the umpteenth degree. Yeah. No heat protectant. No,
1: no nothing. And I think to say that, I don't know if this was just for shits and giggles or, or just trying to get hot. Um, to say that in front of your client, and she's a, she, you could tell she's a child. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's, it's making it as if her natural hair is problematic and it's inconvenient.
0: But that plants the seed. It's, it could have been a joke, but it could have been also real. So that's planting the seed in the child's head that I can't accept myself for how I look. Yes. Okay, for how my hair grows out of my head, like I need to alter something about myself because it's not good enough or it's not standard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's just... And remember, the hair salon used to be the place where girls and women come and congregate
1: Yeah, this is like <laughs> amongst place. themselves you, exactly you, you buy
0: socks you buy jewelry you buy maybe li- a little uh, bootleg yeah no. you buy a little bootleg you hear the, the neighborhood gossip or something yes folks selling stolen mac lipsticks yes that was or epic. you just learned about life <laughs> yes. situations in a hair salon just the same that's for for um for women for females but for men it was the it's the barbershop mm-hmm. so the same experience happened but for her to pass that flat iron through that little childhood at least like eight times chae oh my god
1: but you know what's the shame like i mean i'm sure she has clientele someone's gonna mm-hmm. someone's gonna go um i just think that's very detrimental to one's feelings and thoughts about themselves and their hair and When you go to the hairdresser, whether you have short hair, long hair, thick hair, thin hair, you want to feel um, comfortable. If you have alopecia and you want to take your hat off, you want to feel good in that scene. And to be told that this type of hair
0: is an inconvenience to me, I don't want to deal with this. But that also goes to tell how she feel about herself, because I'm pretty sure up under their weave boo <laughs> what, it, what it look like but a lot of folks don't practice hair care no, and that's the mm-hmm, difference mm-hmm. between just doing hair and practicing hair care and teaching hair care because I feel like a part of the um I don't know I guess it's like a part of the the platform you have a, as a hair stylist or, or someone who does hair and like you know practice hair care, mm-hmm. you have to teach your client how to work with their hair, even if they don't know. You should be confident enough to teach them how. And I don't feel like this was a, a situation where she was teaching this little girl. No. Like, you you were not. Yeah, you're just telling me what you don't want. What you don't like about not yourself but about somebody else who's a reflection of you like
1: and like as a stylist like you're just doing a disservice of course uh to those that have thicker hair um you go to cosmetology school you learn how to work with all different shafts and all different types of hair textures so to exclude one from the other basically you're telling me i had to straighten my hair just to get braids like yeah. The breakage, the breakage. Like, I can only imagine she's pulling it up in the ponytail. It's the, probably just falling. Them braids off. finna be on the floor. Mm hmm. You know, so maybe, I know there were a few people trying to um, enlighten um, the Silas Shay Thirsty. I don't know if it worked, um, if it has changed her outlook or not. I don't know if this was just a hot take to mm-hmm. get popping. Whether if it is or isn't, it's just sending a terrible message. Um, to your clients and other young ladies that are on Instagram or are on Facebook and see these things and maybe thinking I'm not
0: good enough, right? My hair is it. That already doesn't don't like who they are or how they look. Mm-hmm. So, so
1: yeah, that that's 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 all I got about that. So
0: hopefully, um, and she's not the only one. Mm-mm. Oh, she's definitely There's so not many. The yeah there's so many she's just one of many Mm -hmm. that happened to surface yeah you know um i know we talked about uh in part in previous episodes about just like the laws against natural hair Mm -hmm. and like you know how it was so unacceptable in like the workplace and deemed uh unprofessional unmanaged and whatever else that you are however else you would like to describe it. And now even with the passing of like um laws that we talked about in like what was it, Denver? Yeah, Denver and uh California. Yep. Yeah. And how it's becoming um it's crazy that you have to get the government into say into police You have to get the government into police you and then your workspace and say that hey, my the way my hair grows naturally is acceptable and professional.
1: Yeah. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's asinine, if mm-hmm. you will. And it's just like, just now in like 2019, 2020. Like, really? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's just... Yeah, I don't think Pennsylvania has passed that. And I don't know. We will. <laughs> no. Yeah, and I've, I've read... Um, uh, employee manuals where they may say about the color yeah so it can't be a color that's um distracting so like maybe like a hot pink or like a blue or multicolored kind of bright hair like that um but not natural hair mm-hmm. so by natural i mean like locks or braids and stuff like that are people awkward in the workplace fuck yeah like I've had an experience where he wasn't my direct supervisor, but he was a director for the company. And I had the box braids in. They were not past my butt, but they hung like low. Um so waist length, I would say. And he asked, oh, well, do you braid your hair every night? Child. Yes, I'm still employed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like you have to navigate those types of comments. Yeah. Or, oh, if you change your hair, like if you change your style and one day you're wearing box braids, the next month you're wearing a weave that's like a bob or you're wearing a curly crochet or whatever the style is and you have to navigate the conversations. And just recently, having my hair in a flat twist and um, one of my coworkers was just like, oh, my God. Like, it looks amazing. We talked, you know, granted, me and this girl talk about hair all the time. Like, she wear clippings and stuff. So we talk about hair. But she asked me if she could touch my hair. Mm-hmm. I politely declined, but she understood. Yes. It wasn't like, it was in a respectful manner that she did ask me, um, hey, like, could I touch your twists? They look really soft. And I said... <laughs> oh no <laughs> basically <laughs> but at least she had the 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 heart to ask but then still I got I denied had, but whatever but then
1: <laughs> i had an experience uh or a co-worker just just attempted to put their little fucking crummy hands and try to touch my hair and i was ready to kung fu panda that ass you know i mean for real because like are you crazy like, you can't just touch to? people. Just stop touching my person. PSA. We go through this every year. Don't I feel like we touch
0: have people.
1: <laughs> I feel like we say this every year. I feel like we have to make a public service announcement. Like, That's all right, guys, if you didn't get the memo last year, here we go. Again. Proximity, man. Give me some Cadillac space. Give me some. What's bigger than a Cadillac? Cadillac Escalade. How about that? Give me some room. Like, what is wrong with you? You know. <sighs>
0: Well, on that note, we are going to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Kicking it with your girls, your favorite Johns. I'm Dev. I'm Mish. And we love y'all. And we out.